0: The CGA Tour, a podcast unlike any other. Now your host, Calvin Alexander. Welcome back to the latest episode of the CGA Tour podcast. I'm your host, Calvin Glenn Alexander, and it's the Big 3 in OKC episode of the CGA Tour podcast. So I'm joined by the crossover man himself, but also the coach, Coach Niccolo and Joel DeNiccolo. And... You know, Walter, I got to come up with a new nickname for you this week, too, here. So we're just going to go ahead and say the postman himself, number 32, I want to say, in high school. Walter Agnich.
1: Yeah, cl- close. Tw- 25. 25. 25. Gosh, 20, 25. man. Okay. I knew right. it wasn't 35,
0: hey. but I knew I had two in there. So I was, yeah. I was, I was close. I was close. Yeah. I'll yeah. take it. I'll take it.
1: Well, Calvin, I, we need to give listeners an update because obviously it's been. It's been what a year since we've had Joel on. It's been
0: a month, um, maybe.
1: Yeah, there there was a big there's a big cliffhanger last last week's episode. Um, a certain uh, jersey was uh, online, and so was a friendship. <laughs> uh, happy to let everyone know that I'm currently wearing said jersey. You didn't fits burn like it yet. A dream. Why didn't you burn it? it no, Walter? we're not we're not burning the damn jersey, Calvin. Uh, fits like a dream. Makes me look uh, about twenty pounds lighter. Uh, it makes me feel like the greatest quarterback in the world, so uh, our friendship has been restored, and a deal was struck.
0: Okay, a deal was and struck. And the town was saved. What town is this? I'm I yeah, so know. confused by several I don't know. things here.
1: Calvin, it's been a long day. I'm sorry. My anniversary was three weeks ago. I, I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't listen to the last podcast, you got to listen to the last podcast at this point for all the inside jokes about that, but... Hey. With all that and being said, you know said, what's worse. You yeah, know what's yeah worse?
1: Joel's anniversary is coming up soon, so Joel will soon have an excuse. So how about that?
0: You know, Walter. Say I just it. can't wait until I have that same excuse or until I know what that is. You know, it'll happen one yep. day. Yep. All right. I didn't necessarily mean to make it all a sad, depressing thing. Congrats on your anniversary, Walter. I'm sorry I didn't say it beforehand.
1: Well, no. You need to congratulate. Con- yeah, you need to congratulate <laughs> Joel now. We've moved on.
0: Well, it, I will congratulate him when it's like the time of his anniversary. I'm not going to congratulate I'm just him. Saying, what, was- are we a week out? Three weeks out? We don't. I mean, do I know?
2: March 11th. Yeah, oh, March so 11th. One one week from today. So we are so, not.
0: Re- uh, we Joel will not be joining us for the podcast <laughs> next Thursday at nine. We might have to switch days. I'm just going to let you guys know ahead of time because <laughs> Walter forgot okay, but- about the podcast on his anniversary. Joel, we know ahead of time. I'm got asked ahead of time here. <laughs>
1: It's hard to remember the date. Uh, obviously I was not invited. You weren't invited either to said wedding, so uh so it's hard to remember that date. But March eleventh, congrats, Joel.
0: But Walter, I was at your wedding.
1: You were at my wedding, but yeah. we were not at Joel's wedding.
0: Well, no, I didn't know Joel until twenty twenty. That, that's Walt, not
1: important that's not Walt,
2: important information. Walter didn't know me either.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Well, we're gonna go ahead and get cracking here. So we've got the All Star game coming up this weekend. And depending on when you're listening to this podcast, I think you'd probably find it interesting to hear what all of our favorite All-Star Games moments are. We're also going to have rookie reports since we got Joel with us here too. So we're going to go back through this past draft here. And if you redrafted the top five picks in the draft today, you know, granted we are at the All-Star breaks, we are 20, 30 games in the season, whatever it is, we're going to redraft it already. And then lastly, we're going to start out the podcast with Power ranking the top five teams who need to make a trade in the NBA? And this is technically speaking, however, Joel wanted to take it. So there's no wrong answers and, and ranking the top five, but it is either to make the team worse. So they have a better, more draft capital and better draft pick going into this off season, or if they need to make a trade here, coming up the deadline to make more of a run at the finals. Cause the trade deadline is still in this month. I think it's March 25th. So Joel, with that being said here, I'll let you take it away. If you, uh, want to take away with the power five, top, power ranking top five
2: teams. All right. Uh, So to headline my list uh, is a team that has been uh, disappointing, to say the least, since uh, their former all-star and former NBA champion had uh, left them to go out to the beautiful West Coast, Um, and that's uh, referring to Kawhi Leonard and the Toronto Raptors. Uh, I want to see them officially blow it all up um right now they are the east is just a log jam uh, from the fourth spot to the 11th spot I think is a difference of maybe three and a half four games so uh even though they're sitting at the eighth spot as of the time of this recording on March 4th uh I'm tired of seeing them just kind of make it through going through the motions time to get Kyle Lowry out of there um uh, matter of fact why doesn't Kyle Lowry just go ahead and join Kawhi Leonard out there cuz we know the Clippers are needing a point guard out there and send him out west to uh, pair him up with his um, former NBA champion brother. So I am putting the Toronto Raptors um in the in the power rankings to go ahead and make a decision, blow it up, get a better draft pick going into this uh offseason with a, actually a pretty solid pool of uh, uh talent coming into this 2021 draft. And uh, yeah, let's go ahead and make a make a decision and and, and blow it up and uh, start it all over and start that rebuild like the thunder.
1: Oh, I love it. Oh, cool. I don't like that I don't like the thunder rebuild part, but yes. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I love you got him raptors. for sure. No, <laughs> no, oh my gosh. You did, you did get me. No, I'm continuing the thought. I'm just saying, yes, I agree. Love seeing the raptors blow up. How about a little spicy pee to the Washington Wizards? I'd love to see that. Wizards on the up and up.
0: You just want to see the wizards
1: randomly get Pascal Siakam? I'm sure we could give up. I mean, not we because I'm not the Wizards, but I'm sure they could give up some some draft capital and maybe uh, I don't know. Maybe they can give up something else. uh, uh, Maybe Scotty Brooks and uh, bring in uh, Spicy P. Well,
0: I I do actually have a question for you guys regarding all of the draft stuff right now. So, like, if the Rockets have you know continue on this stretch, I guess, and they they have a bad pick in the draft, right? I think they have a top. They have a pick in the top four. The Thunder don't get it, right?
1: So that is correct,
0: you know, I and I think the Thunder will get the Heat's pick no matter what, because it's unprotected. But the reason why I'm asking about the the picks here is, is what do you, what do you both of you guys think as far as teams just absolutely mortgaging their entire futures, but for only draft capital, right? Like the Lakers here, they mortgage their draft capital to go again, Anthony Davis, and they already have one ring meant I mean, we don't know if they're going to get another second one this year or next year or, you know, both, you know, whatever it is, right? So if you can make it work and you're the Clippers, why wouldn't you – what's what's the argument for just going ahead and going, hey, you know what, we'll take Paul George because if we don't get Paul George, like what are we going to do with these draft picks here coming up? We're going to get another Shea Gilgis alexander who's a great player, but if that's the max kind of guy you could get, if, you know, it's the 11th overall pick, then you know, we'll just trade it, Right.
1: Well, not to mention, if you didn't get Paul George, you weren't going to get Kawhi Leonard either, because Kawhi said if you didn't get Paul, I wasn't going to come play for you guys. So. Which is also
0: a fair point to add in. But yeah. mm-hmm. what do you think about just period? Joel, I'll ask you, what do you think about teams just going, because your team did this, the Lakers just, and and it's worked out completely, extremely well. But do, are you worried at all about, you know, hey, the Lakers are going to have possibly five bad years, and then on top of that, they might not have any picks? Or are you just going, hey, let's live in the moment, you know, whatever it is, right?
2: Definitely, yeah. If if you're that close to uh, hoisting that trophy up, if you're just a uh, uh, one move away or what, whatever the case may be, uh, yeah, yeah, you got to go in all in. Uh, and like you said, even if it's leveraging your future that is down the line, um, you know, those we all know that that door can shut really quick. Especially for all the three of us uh, living here in Oklahoma City, uh, we realize that more than a lot of teams um, that you, you you have a small window of time. Before players, especially in a smaller market, you know, are already you know thinking about jumping yeah. ship and going to a much larger market. So, uh, obviously, the Lakers obviously you know it makes complete sense. Anytime you got LeBron James on your team, you definitely you, you have a lot of pressure on mm-hmm. you to make sure to get those pieces in ASAP. Um, you know, it, with any superstar, because uh, you you want to make sure that you can compete at that that highest level. It's all about winning the championships. All about winning the trophies. Hopefully, we pass. You know, once we get past COVID, have those parades down the street where you get literally hundreds of thousands of people um, out in the streets. So, uh, yeah, it, 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 that's that, that's what you got to do. You, you leverage those draft picks, and uh, if if you're close, but it, key word is if you're close. If you're realis- realistically close, on pulling it off. So, so I think that's where we're, you you know kind of going into tonight's podcast and talking about teams that do need to make a move and and just make up their mind, figure out which direction they are going to uh, uh, go in, so they can you, you know rely on the future of hey am i going to be having some new rookies come in some 19 20, 21 year olds coming in here soon um to start the rebuild and hopefully get the next superstar get that next you know um kevin durant lebron james whatever the case may be or kate hey cunningham but, uh, kate coming yes i yeah. think that's one that's definitely a. Uh, uh, definitely one that's, uh, about as guaranteed as you can get. Uh, but man, I mean, I, I think we save this for a next, uh, a future podcast, oh, really yeah. breaking down the, the, the draft picks of the potential. Cause there's a lot, there's, there's a lot. I,
0: yeah. yeah. There's a ton there for sure. Well, well, why don't you go ahead and give us, um, you know, the next power ranking
2: here. Yeah. So another team that, um, needs to make a move and, and I think, uh, 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 quicker, um, and this is going in the other direction. Uh, uh, being a team in the middle ground as far as the uh, standings go, uh, which to this point I think we'd all agree has been disappointing. Um, however, kind of like we were talking about just a moment ago, it's one piece of way to really kind of make that jump, and that's the Dallas Mavericks. Mm. Um, I feel uh, obviously, you know, I believe Calvin, that was you who had picked uh, Luca to be this league's MVP. Still a possibility, um, which, still, still still possibility, possibility. Yep. still possibility. Not likely, but still possibility. Technically, not, not ruling still, it out <laughs> completely.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, but I think overall, obviously, you know, Przingas missed the early uh, portion of the season. This came back, but still hasn't hasn't caught its rhythm just yet. Uh, I would love to see just for the simple fact of um, and Lucas admitted it um, of modeling his game after LeBron James and his skill set um, and we all know that LeBron uh, re- LeBron's teams uh, really excel when there's many shooters on the court and right now the Mavics do not have that shooting um, and especially after losing Curry uh, from uh, from last season um, it seems like there's a void that has gotten even worse so, I'd love to see a, a JJ Reddick uh, join the Dallas mm. Mavericks and to get him a, a stellar.
0: Yeah. I, I think JJ Redick would be an, an insane ad look, to that
2: team. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. Mavericks is on my, my list of, hey, uh, we all know that it's not a question of hey they're going to blow it up or a draft pick or anything like that, but it's hey that we need that they need to make a trade to really really get into that top. Uh, I think we all predicted them to be around the the fourth seed. I think we all three had them at the fourth seed in our uh, predictions. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, we're gonna have to redo those uh, predictions here here in a minute for a couple of the teams at least. But who do you have at do You have number three because I think Mavericks is
2: definitely a good one. Yeah, uh, Walter, I threw J.J. Reddick's name out there. No
1: feedback on that one. That was kind of Kind you. Kinda, uh, you kind of you had dropped out a little bit. Uh, yeah, I'd love to see J.J. Reddick go to a contender. I'd actually like to see him go to the Lakers. He needs to win a ring. Uh, gosh, man, he was oh, so close oh, oh. on the
2: magic. Lakers are winning a ring. Did you just guarantee it? Right. Wait, guarantee Lakers championship 2021. Is this 2021? still Walter? Lock it in. Actually, like is this still year. Walter? You heard it here first. Man, Walter, you took two baits. Man, you I took mean, two of the baits. I miss you, Walt. i have got to be back. i have got I'm you. Glad to
1: be back. You know? Joel, <laughs> Joel may say,
0: hey, let's reschedule the anniversary dinner and come back
1: next week. Yep, I might pull Walter and forget about it. I mean, Calvin, it's been <laughs> such a long day. Who would have known that Skip – if you woke up today and told me that Skip, Skip. Bayless is going to make more money on TV than Derrick Rose is going to be playing basketball, I thought you, was, you were crazy. <laughs> Someone paid $700,000 for a video clip of Paul Pierce going to the bathroom on himself. Uh, Baker Mayfield is seeing UFOs. I don't know what's going on, guys. I really don't.
0: (laughs) I think that was a two truths and a lie thing, and I know which one is a lie. No, they they were all true.
1: All true. Skip Bayless's new contract, NBA top shot, which I'm obsessed with and I can't wait to get in. Uh, hold the line, Dogecoin, we're gonna do this. And then Baker Mayfield seeing the UFO and everyone I, acting like, oh, it's normal. Joel, just Walter, go ahead you, with
0: number three because there was so much to unpack there. We just gotta skip over the whole thing at this point.
1: Yeah, uh, okay, yep. Walt, Walter, you told me it's doggy coin. It is, it yeah, is Walter, you coin. kept like saying like it's doggy coin. I like to call it doggy coin. It's technically called Dogecoin. I call it doggy coin. Obviously, I bought it because Shiba is on the cover. And my dog Ann Perkins is a Sheba. One you of know. your so three dogs. dogs. One, One of, of three. my three dogs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe. All right. Been a long right. day. I'm cold. Sorry, Calvin. Anniversary.
2: Walter,
0: well, it's seventy degrees right now in All right, Joel, Go ahead.
2: Yep. All right. Next one on the list as far as uh, kind of being caught in that middle ground, mm-hmm. slightly in the playoff picture, uh, a team that, again, I believe we all I'm kind of flipping through some notes. Yes, uh, for sure. Mia Walter guaranteed. We said this this team was going to finish as the third worst team in the entire NBA at the the uh, 28th seed. I guess you could say uh, an overall NBA standing record uh, has Got on somewhat of a a winning spree, Uh, but I think it's all fool's gold. uh, Ready to see them back down as Walter and I projected, and that is the Chicago Bulls. Ooh. It should have stayed in the Thunder, just saying. (laughs) So that is a team um, that I think needs to go ahead and... Get ready to have a uh, another top five draft pick. Obviously, they had the fourth um, fourth pick in the 2020 draft. Of course, getting uh, uh, Patrick Williams. Uh, but I think they um, had such a unique situation with uh, obviously. With Zach being there, superstar uh, first time all star made it to the team shout out to Zach uh, for making that happen but just on a uh, on a just a terrible team that has uh, no direction um, and I think it's just time to go ahead and you know let Zach finish the season out in Chicago make some moves and start the rebuild because we all know now that Zach is an all-star, we know what all-stars want and they want championships or to at least be on winning teams and Chicago cannot supply that. This roster is not built for that at all. So it's time to get Zach out of there and start that rebuild and uh, get a, get a premier pick in this upcoming draft. This good draft. Well, I,
0: I like the J.J. Redick move. So where could you see Zach Levine go? Because it's not going to be the same. It's not, you know, not going to play in the same role as J.J., but where would you like to see Levine go?
2: Oh, uh, so the, the Zach Levine, I actually don't think he's getting traded during the season. I was referring more to the yeah. off offseason. Well, well, and,
0: uh, and let's say that. So let's say offseason,
2: you know, either way. Oh, I'm going to throw one out, out there. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see him with Zion Williamson. And Brandon Ingram, I think him plus those Ooh. two guys could be a nasty three-headed monster out yeah, there in New really. Orleans. Don't
1: forget Stephen Adams there. I mean, that'd be nah. nasty, adding to the nasty monster.
2: All right, let's. All right, here we go, Walt. Just a heads I up mean, for all the mean, listeners: Walter is a Thunder <laughs> fan. All right, I mean on.
1: Calvin, Calvin, Skip Bayless is making more money than Rajon Rondo this year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what? that's skip, ridiculous. Skip, Skip, <laughs> I know he's from Oklahoma City, but this is just silly.
0: <laughs> I, I, hey, listen, playing JV at Northwest class and taught him a lot, you know? Um, taught him a lot of stuff. I, I give Skip credit for that. That was some hard struggles they had to go through JV at Northwest class in four minutes a game. But you guys don't know about that? And, and am I just making a joke? It, no one's n- getting it? Uh,
1: yeah, no, no. they went over my head. I'm just looking at, I mean, come on, Jaron Jackson Jr. He's making more money than Jaron Jackson Jr. I understand he's on the rookie deal, but that's just unacceptable.
0: If you're curious, look up Skip Bayless, you know, <laughs> high school career versus what he says versus what it actually is. But I, I'd i love to see Zach Levine move to another, another team. But, man, it's almost one of those things is that he's just – is he just really a good stats, bad team guy? Where he's just putting up a ton of stats right now, but he'd almost have to go to the perfect situation for him actually to succeed. Like, if he goes and he's the – I don't know, just some dude with the Celtics, right? I don't think that's. I don't think he makes the Celtics better. I don't think he necessarily makes the Clippers better, but he could make the Pelicans a lot better. So I like that move a lot. But it's kind of weird saying that, right? Like, yeah, you know, he just put up. He put up forty plus points the other night. It's insane.
1: So I, I know it'd be really hard because he's making around nineteen million dollars this year. But I'd love to see him in a Clippers uniform. I think him, Paul Ooh. George, and Kawhi Leonard having him run the point guard. I think would really give the Lakers some trouble.
0: Hey, not, not bad at all. All right, well, Joe, uh, which what you got next year. Next our ranking.
2: Um, so as um, controversial as it may seem, um, I'm going to go ahead and piggyback off of my last statement as far as leading into my next team that needs to make a move. Um, and that is in reference. It all kind of ties together. If you notice, so, uh, going to the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, Obviously, J.J. Redick would be on uh, with the exit out. Um, I don't think that's a a good situation for him, per se. Um, However, the Pelicans uh, now uh, coming off of what I believe Monday night having a uh, a monster win over the Utah Jazz. um, Should go ahead and ride that wave and go ahead and at least fight to get into the the play-in tournament. Um, Again, kind of holding the fort down. You know, projecting that a Levine or just another um, solid star comes to New Orleans to really, really put them on the map going into next year. Um, I would love to see them try to make a move and contend, um, you know, with Zion Williamson being, again, a uh, first time all star um they have pieces in place i think lonzo ball has been he's been r- rumored to be traded uh pretty much since he put on a pelicans jersey it seems like yeah so i think they can go ahead and um you know go ahead and finagle him out there um him and or blizzo again um and, and and make a move um and i know a lot of the guys that have been na- uh, mentioned out there are primarily bigs uh mm-hmm. but maybe Man, just somebody to hold down the fort. Uh, man, y'all y'all talk about this individual a lot. Um, I think even Walter earlier projected guaranteed, which I'm still waiting to hold him to this, which I it kind of floored me that Victor Oladipo was going to be on the move again. Obviously, this major losing streak in Houston backs up Walter's case. Also but, denied uh, a
1: contract extension. Make me look it, good.
2: That did. I, and that was the first thing I thought of, Walter. I'm not even going to lie. Because when you said that, uh, yeah, he was going to play have three different jerseys on in one season, I was like, hell – Nope, that's not going to happen. Uh, but maybe a, a Victor Oladipo just kind of holding the fort down to get to this off season.
0: Yeah, I, oh man, I don't know where Oladipo would go. Maybe my McHeed that's been rumored. I know, but gosh, he, uh, I can see, I can definitely see Oladipo moving. I like that a lot too. So you have one or two left here.
2: Uh, I have one left, and I'm All really right. anticipating that Walter would take over on this one because this, this is this <laughs> this I, is where it, we're.
1: Is it about? Is it about Enos Cantor who is making less money than Skip Bayless? Also, <laughs>
0: you gotta drop the Skip
1: <laughs> I can't get over it. He's making $8 dollars a year. I just, he's talking about players that make less than him. I'm just, kidding. I don't know. <laughs>
0: fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough.
1: It's a long day. It's a long, long day. Uh, Seven hundred thousand dollars for a video of Paul Pierce going to the bathroom on himself. I, I don't know. I don't know what this world's coming to. That's that's oh, a better excuse
0: God. than your cold <laughs> when seventy degrees. It's a hype.
1: I have six cases of water in my garage. I don't know why.
2: <laughs> all right Joel all right take it away here I don't, I don't know what to make of that so I'm gonna uh I'm, I'm hoping I'm gonna start Walzer's engine get it revving a little bit and he's gonna just go ahead and go uh zero to 60 in a few seconds here I think the wizards need to go ahead and save Bradley Bill give him his due respect and get him out of there Oh my get gosh! It, get him away from that dumpster fire Russell Westbrook ASAP oh
1: yeah 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 uh, Joel Joel, you know it takes a little bit of time to develop a thing <laughs> called chemistry, and you understand that they're finally getting that chemistry? They just beat the freaking Clippers. Have you heard of the Clippers? They're a pretty good team. They this also time- beat the Nets,
0: just, just as a heads they up. They also beat the they, Nuggets. They, they scored 149.
1: 149- and that's the reason you didn't is. come on the show a couple weeks ago, because Russell Westbrook was putting your boy on blocks.
0: Man, zero to sixty faster than two point nine seconds. There that it was faster is. than there Tesla.
1: I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Been a long day. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. There's still a little animosity from the very difficult, uh, obviously negotiation for that Baker Mayfield jersey. Some things oh were said. Yeah, there's still a little tension with that. We'll have
0: I to. I am over never that. letting Joel ever buy me an Oklahoma State jersey ever. Uh, not that he yep. would, but anyways. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Joel's a businessman. What can he say? Yeah, I'm never <laughs> a re- Joel you. here. And Walter is heated. Um,
0: well, well, on that, I, I listen, the Wizards have one of the weirdest rosters in the NBA. A good friend of mine who's a Wizard, is a Wizards fan, but he's really a Bradley Beal fan. I'm not exactly sure how it all started out. But we we talk about it frequently how that he made Davis Bertons. Like, he doesn't start for the Wizards, but he made $80 million this offseason over five years. So... He's going to be more than skip Bayless. but Yeah, he's making more than Skip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to in there all- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, but- I didn't
1: like Bertons because when we were crapping on him a couple weeks ago, he went out and put up 40 mm-hmm. um, just to – because he obviously 30- had listened to the podcast. But, 35, uh, oh, yeah. Or 35 yeah. or 37 or 40, whatever he did. It doesn't know.
0: matter how many points he put up. It he just is the weirdest roster in the NBA. I mean, Garrison Matthews is a guy I talked about last week on the podcast because I was just going through lineups, and I go, who? I mean – the the key thing here with the wizards they have to decide what they want to do and clearly they don't want to mortgage their entire future like we've seen the lakers and the clippers and several other teams in the nba heat you know rockets do they don't want to be in that situation they want to have it all you can't have it all in the nba when you're not like even the i'll say it this way even the lakers can't have it all the lakers had to decide hey do we want to have possibility of having like you know, the future draft picks or whatever, all type of stuff in cap space, or do we want Anthony Davis? We can choose one or the other, and I tell the Wizards this, but they're not even the Lakers. You don't have the ability to to even go, hey, we're going to try to get this guy here because we think he's going to re-sign here, and we're pretty unsure he is, you know, after the last, I guess, season or whatever that he had with the, they had with the Lakers, you know, Anthony Davis re-upped, but... You got to just swing for the fences if you're the Wizards. Why would you not go ahead and go? All right, you know what? Screw it. Let's offer every dollar in the entire world to some free agent and try to trade for him. You know this. You know this season, right? Like, like why would? – You know, you got to decide. You got to decide what you're going to do. Like Bradley Beal's only there for two more seasons after this one. Right, so you got you got to figure it out, and Westbrook's yeah, I, Westbrook's I mean, not going to keep up. Westbrook's productivity is declining, whether we like it or not, and it's not going to keep what it is today for the next three seasons.
1: I mean, he had twenty-seven points the other night. I don't know what anyone's talking about, but yeah, no, uh, Jeremy Grant All right. going out and trading for Pascal Siakam. I mean, yeah, I agree. The Wizards could go out and trade. I mean, they're only three games back of the sixth spot in the East. I mean, we were talking about how you know, their best bet was to get into the playing game and just get, you know, swept in the first round. They could actually potentially make it to the sixth seed now, uh, you know. So they obviously need – you know, they obviously, you know, obviously got to go for it, Calvin.
0: <laughs> they do. Or they needed to trade Bradley Beal, which is probably no, they what they should do. do.
1: <laughs> they don't need it. I will accept one thing, and that's trading Russell to the Thunder. I will accept that.
0: I want Russ to win a ring, man. I I do. It seems tough, but I want him to win a ring, and I don't think he mm, wants a I ring mean, back on the Thunder yeah, right we'll, now. I got to be yeah, honest. Yeah.
1: Uh, well, I mean, Shea's an All Star. Lou Dort's probably Defensive Player of the Year. Two top ten draft picks in next year's draft. Uh, wait, I'd say this team looks pretty wait, good. So, wait, uh, Shea's an All Star. Wait, I missed Shea's that. not an All Star. Uh, he got yeah, he got snubbed. Oh, not count oh. the right votes. He's an All Star. Oh.
0: Oh, so this is a Trump election deal. Okay. All right. Um,
2: <laughs>
0: I like that joke, Walter. That was good. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's just, in my head, yeah, the Wizards got to figure out what they want to do either way. But we've been saying this about the Wizards, I think, for like three or four seasons. I'm really happy that there's a couple teams. You know, I mean, Jeremy Grant's team this year figured out what they want to do either way, right? So... You know, granted, Jeremy oh Grant's God. making a good amount of money, and he could go back and work and go play for a team. He could go back and play in the same role he's played in years past, and, hey, he could he could go to the Celtics or whatever, you know, and be hey. traded. I don't know how, but something weird could happen. But, I don't know, he's making a good amount of money in Detroit, and we'll see what he does. It's just the Wizards got to figure out what they want to do either. Do they want to really bottom out, or do they want to go ahead and go, you know what, let's try to see what we got with Bradley Beal. But the Westbrook trade wasn't. Wasn't the answer? John Wall looks okay. You know, he doesn't look bad. He looks actually pretty good. So,
1: but here's the, thing, here's the thing, Calvin. Though, I mean, obviously they were saying that the Wizards got got the raw into the stick on that trade. Obviously, I think it's the other way around. The Rockets have just gone to turmoil, and John Wall is clearly not as good as Russell Westbrook. I mean, I I think that it's finally time to admit that uh, this was a good trade for the Wizards.
2: Hey, Walter, just to remind you, for the month of February, Westbrook shot 15% from the three-point line.
1: Just FYI. Okay, you you always go back to the three-point. You know he does a lot of other things besides shooting the three-point, including having 27 points last night beating the Clippers. And then absolutely posterizing your dude that's making those funny commercials about manscaping.
2: I'm What's clearly the commercial? missed What's the something. Commer-
1: What's the commercial, Joel? What is it? Is it Manscaped? Is that what it is? Yeah, oh, you're, you're you're someone got throw
0: me in the group chat here.
1: Alex Caruso. What's Alex coming? Caruso. Oh. Oh, okay. Obviously doing some weird commercials about shaving.
2: Oh, that's a great commercial. Yeah, yeah he comes what, out with the yeah. bald the bald head. Yeah, yeah that's a good no, was,
1: was a bad commercial.
2: I think I'm going to buy one of those. Are you? No, absolutely not. Oh, okay. You don't take care of it down there? Oh, whoa! (laughs) they are
0: not paying us. We are not keeping going on the manscaping thing. Um, When they send money this way, I'm fine to have a segment. But until then, I I, got to say this, like Westbrook's Westbrook's a good player still. Well, I'm I'm not saying Westbrook's done, but come on. Like it's not it's neither team won the trade, but when neither team wins a trade like that, then they shouldn't have made the trade.
1: I right. mean if the Wizards make the sixth seed in the East, you don't think they won the trade? Are they going to I make the seed? I don't think they would. The, I don't think they would have made that. I don't think they would have made the playoffs at all with John Wall.
0: What what would be the big difference here between
1: with the between fact that. that just Russell Westbrook's a better player?
0: Well, I, okay. But how much I mean, you think he's that much of a better player? I mean, you're talking about chemistry earlier. Westbrook and Beal got to build chemistry. Well, you know who Beal has chemistry with? John Wall. I mean,
1: wh- I mean, it's been a couple years since they played together. I guess it would take some time to get that chemistry back. But I mean, l- honestly, listen, I
0: I, just, I, I listen. I'm all for being a Russ supporter till the day I die, and I am. But I'm not. Well, in my mind, here, the Wizards are not. It, the Wizards are who they are today, and they are this, They they're still 14 and 20 if they have John Wall on the team. Maybe they're 13 and 21, or maybe they're 15 and. 19, you know, a game up, or game down, but I don't think they're better or worse I, with Westbrook. I know that's not what or I'm saying. I'm
1: saying that they obviously had a rocky start getting the chemistry and then obviously yeah. losing Thomas Bryant for the season, obviously that would have been a little different, but I'm saying I think they found the right course now.
0: That's fair because they are 7 and 3 over the last 10 games. So that that's fair. I'll, I'll give you that. Um
2: I think with the Rockets though, you got to remember uh, James Harden, of course, you know created oh, yeah. this, this disaster that is now of of Houston. What are they on a what twelve, thirteen game losing streak right now? I, I uh, don't think
1: James Harden created that though. They were they were fine when they traded James. Christian Wood getting hurt, I'd say, was the one that really kind of derailed them. But they still yeah, have John the Wall. Are... They still have Victor Oladipo, Christian Wood, PJ Tucker, Eric Gordon. They should not be losing thirteen in a row. That's just ridiculous.
0: The Rockets are the longest streak. Winning or losing the NBA with losing thirteen straight, I don't man. Yeah, yeah I didn't yeah, think it was falling gonna... off. Yeah, I I, uh, about I didn't that. think it was gonna get that bad. Yeah, yeah I forgot about that. Well, I, I but to be honest, I don't know if Westbrook makes my team better. I do think that Christian Wood being out does really hurt the Rockets, though. Like if Christian Wood was out no, I'm not saying they wouldn't. I'm not saying they would have won the past thirteen. I'm just saying they wouldn't have lost thirteen in a row. They would have won one of these past couple games here either way. Well, all right, so. Let's, let's try to move on a little bit from the uh, the teams that should make make a trade versus the teams who I are uh, well looking all right right now, but it's because of the rookies. so I'll try to ask you this you're, you're Minnesota, okay and I, I got my own version of this and I assume Joel does too. You got Minnesota, the first overall pick in the draft this year. You don't know if Carlton Towns is going to be having COVID and be injured and out six weeks this season or not, right? So you're going in with bright eyes, big future. D'Angelo Russell's the point guard, possibly. Who are you drafting number one uh, back in, what, our, uh, November?
1: Yeah, dude, I think it's obvious. Uh, and I said this, Joel accused me of just being Mr. voting for Mr. Popular, but... Uh, <laughs> Lamelo Ball is having a ball and is playing really well, averaging 15.8 points a game, uh, having six assists, six rebounds a game. I would have drafted him number one overall. I gotta be honest, that's I know that's, that's who I Russell. have to. Yeah, I, I know Russell. He, he, they would. I'm sure they'd f- try, try to find a way, just like Chris Paul and Shea did last year, and Dennis Schroeder. So uh, that's who I'd. I if we were redrafting today, I'd go Lamelo.
2: Yep, no argument for me. Same here. LaMelo Ball has definitely came on strong here uh, since getting that uh, starting nod and looks uh, more confident than ever as each each game goes by. I even seen a stat recently that they compared LaMelo's uh, first 35 games to LeBron's first 35 games. Did you guys see that stat? I did not. Uh, other than scoring, LaMelo had more rebounds, more assists, more three-pointers made. Uh, more steals um, than LeBron James did in his first uh, top 35 games of his rookie career. So that really stood out to me is telling me that LaMelo Ball is legit and here to stay and he could be one of those guys that could be, uh, I would say borderline, I guess, a household name already. But as far as being uh, potential, looking down the path, you know, five, ten years from now in the superstar category.
1: I mean, when it comes to LaMelo, there's only one stat I care about, Joel. Do you want to know what that stat is? Uh, Something go. about his, his brothers go. or his dad, best, yeah, no. best yeah, his hair. No, no, Sam Presti wanted him. Obviously, he was good. I mean, that's all you needed to know. How bad the rumors flying around that the Thunder were trying to dress, desperately trade up to get get him. Uh, obviously, Sam Presti knew he's got a eye for talent. What can you say? Uh, that's all the stats I needed.
0: Well, Lamelo started playing, of course. You know, opening night. Um, you know, at Cleveland when the Hornets played Cleveland on the twenty third back in December. But since then, Lamelo leads the whole entire rookie class with 221 assists, and he and he leads it by a wide margin. The next guy there is who I have as at least as the Warriors should draft at number two overall is uh, Tyrese Halliburton at 161 assists. Hey, so who, who's, who's number way.
1: three, Calvin? Who's number three in assists?
0: Oh, it's uh, well, he's got less than 100. And number four is like three spots behind him, but it's Theo. It's uh, Theo Maladon. I'm gonna get it. tail. Yeah,
1: all right. Joel,
0: who who would you take at number two though? Joel, your Warriors. Who would you take?
2: I'm uh, still sticking with James Wiseman. Um, I, I thought about the same idea of putting Tyrese up there. I'm a big Tyrese fan. He's obviously going to be my. We go to the three spot, going to the Hornets. That's what I was going to have there. But um, I just when when you mention about not just the talent over uh, for the individual player, but also the the fit for the team. Um, you know, with the Warriors having Curry, Wiggins, Oubre, and, of course, Clay Thompson on ice, um, I, f- I figured that James Wiseman would still be their pick at, the, uh, at that five spot.
0: I went with Halbert just because he is a versatile defender, but also he's really good playing off the ball so far, and I think, he, I think he would have fit the kind of dream scenario of D'Angelo Russell was going to fit in with, you know, Curry and Thompson. Of, okay, he can be that six-man and do all this type of stuff, etc., I think Halberton could do that with the Warriors. It's bizarre to me that he didn't get picked higher than 11, which, you know, I'm not going to go too much more into that. But I, I um, struggle to think of why Halburton didn't get picked, uh, two. Walter, who do you have at two?
1: I hate to agree with Joel, so I'm just going to stay quiet. <laughs> All right.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, Joel, I'll toss it to you here. Who do you, who do you have at three?
1: Uh, so like I mentioned,
0: Tyler
2: Salberdon. Yep, go. Yeah. Yep. Obviously, we can kind of see what that – uh, that guard spot looks like um, you know, I'm not a, I'm I'm not big on Devontae Graham. I hope he gets uh, traded or hell, he can go for the G League. All I care. Um, so I think he just like Lamelo Ball. Um, uh, would have been you know primary uh, rotation in that uh in that guard spot. So uh, we kind of already it's, that's an easy pick. Obviously, once we've once I slotted James Wiseman as a perfect fit for the for Golden State to have Tyrese uh going to, to Charlotte. Man, yeah,
0: I don't, uh, I don't blame you at all. There, that's that's a pretty darn good one. Well, well, do you have, you know, you have a three. I,
1: yeah, no, I'm, I'm just gonna move on again. I don't want to agree with Joel. Uh, <laughs> I'll just say, I'll just say, Skip's making more money than Kyle Kuzma this year, and uh, yeah, roll it forward.
0: I have actually I, James Wiseman going. I actually have James Wiseman going third to the, uh, to the Hornets because at the end of the day, you got to take best player available in my mind, but also. They don't necessarily have, like, a like, is P.J. Washington really the, really a center? Or could he play some power forward and James Wiseman kind of play that, you know, kind of play that 4-5 matchup and just really be incredibly good, hopefully defensively down low? I don't know. It's a tough ask, of course, but that's who I'd take, at least, is uh, James Wiseman at 3. All right. Got the Bulls on the board at 4 here. Walter, I'll throw it to you.
1: Yeah, all right. May, I don't think Joel's going to agree with me on this one. I'm going with Anthony Edwards. Um I think obviously he was the number 1 overall pick Yeah, He does have the dunk of the year. Um I think he's finally starting to pick it up. You see the athleticism. I would have gone uh, Anthony Edwards the fourth pick.
0: You didn't take Poku. He um uh really,
1: there's hmm. uh there is five picks available. Um and uh you know, we'll see. Oh. Obviously, Skip Bayless is making more money than Poku, but uh, we'll see if that affects his number five status if he makes it.
0: Do you know Poku right now is fifth in the rookies in blocks?
1: I mean, he was averaging close to three blocks a game when he was with the Thunder. Uh, he's throwing no-look passes like he's James Worthy out down in the, out in, the the I guess, the G League, the G League <laughs> Disney edition. Uh, you know, nothing from Joel, no compliments, but, you know. Right, I well, guess Bulls? he's not doing well, it for Joel's compliments. Well, Joel,
2: who do you have it? Who do you have here with the Bulls? Uh, so I don't uh, have to say I agree with Walter. I will remain silent.
1: <laughs> oh, oh. Wow.
2: It's, oh, It's weird.
1: It's been it's been what two years since Joel's been on the show, and the first show back we're just agreeing on everything.
0: Uh, wasn't that way to start it out? But <laughs> yeah, no, it, wasn't. it is definitely now. Um, well, I'm gonna just kill everyone's uh, ideas, hopes, and dreams here and say, no, you don't take Anthony Edwards here. You actually take... And you clog up the entire middle of the floor and you take Obi Toppin. So... Not know. bad.
2: Uh, yeah. I'm big on Obi Toppin. That's not bad. Yeah. I
0: I, I mean, to be honest, they could be really, really good. He's not super great on defense, but he's been playing pretty darn good for the Knicks right now. And... He's... uh. He's he's definitely like a what a what's the guy he's he's definitely like um an impactful guy you see a lot of highlights out of him He's a lot of fun got you know a lot of fun to watch night in night out and I think the Bulls could could use a little bit of that gotta say they're a lot of fun with Zach Levine but let's give him one more guy right let's keep with Zach Levine with Chicago if uh, if Obi Topman goes there instead of what Patrick Williams who I I guess is I mean he's on the rookie on the rookie leaderboard here for the NBA.com. he's like listed at. Uh, nine or ten, which is, I guess, good for him. But man, I don't. Patrick Williams, I don't know a ton about. It just doesn't catch my eye list. So,
1: well, you know, it's interesting. Is the Knicks also have another interesting rookie player, Emmanuel Quickly, who's been playing pretty well as well?
0: Yeah, originally drafted by what the Oklahoma City Thunder? Is that right?
1: Er, uh, wasn't
0: was he? wasn't he originally drafted? Walter, who you got? It you got with the Cavs, uh, though at five? Maybe I'm wrong.
1: Uh, okay, well I know a lot of people are going to be disappointed. I'm going to hear the tweets. It's not Poku. Um, I oh. am going to go with Teo Maladon though. Like you oh said, Calvin, he's third in assists. The dude's oh just God. bawling. He's obviously he's taken George Hill's starting spot. George Hill will be traded because we don't need him anymore because how good Teo Maladon is. Tony Parker said it right. He said. Teo would have been a top 10 draft pick if his coach in France had played him. But we all know his coach knew he was going to the NBA, didn't want him to, so threw him on the bench to keep him there. Teo Maladon, thank you. Oh, my God. That's, that, that's a, seven, just thank seven, you points move. a game, seven points a game, three assists, Joel. Almost eight points a game. What are you talking about? Averaging 35% from three. What more do you want from him?
2: Walter, you realize who had the fifth pick, right? Cleveland. Remember, Cavs. It's, it's, oh, about, it's about the, the fit for the team. Oh, would, I'm sorry.
1: Did the Thunder not almost beat the Rockets with three point guards?
2: It, I just need you to start oh listening to, to Calvin's rules when we have the pre-show and the setup. You got to listen to the details. Uh, it's yeah. what would be the best fit for the team? Okay, and Cleveland's one and two spot are locked up. They would have not seen the court in Cleveland at all. I'm just Lucky. saying,
1: Dennis, Chris Paul, and Shea have a disagreement with you, Joel. George Hill,
2: George Hill's pulling a Trevor Ariza because he's tired of seeing <laughs> that Thunder jersey being required to even be thought about uh, on. So he's done. Yeah. George,
1: George he Hill had an operation. George <laughs> Hill had an operation on his hand, Joel. Uh, he's not pulling a Trevor Ariza. Even though though Trevor Reza is working out with an assistant coach from the Nets, where's the fine? Where's the fine? My God.
0: What fine? What? Uh, Joel, who do do you have at five? Here are the Cavs taken. Who's your better fit than Walter's another point
2: guard? (laughs) uh patrick williams Um, uh you you had mentioned obviously you know you're still trying to you know put your finger on him and get a feel for him and understand him um i think what he's doing in chicago is uh pretty solid he's been obviously compared to Kawhi leonard uh, not just for his skill set but also his persona on the court he's not one of those guys that are going to be talking a lot of trash or showboating or just you know showing too much emotion out there i love that about him i'm a um, I'm, I'm a low-key big uh, Kawhi Leonard fan um, for that specific reason, that he's just a killer on the court, doesn't have to talk about it, just goes out there, clocks in, clocks out, and goes home. So I love that about him. And I think, uh, again, a fit for the team, Walter. I think he would have been a great addition alongside uh, Gar- Garland and Sexton, having more of an offensive threat, but also being not as good of a defender, but not too far off as Okoro was. Um, for cleveland and uh yeah between talent and team fit i got patrick williams uh and a redraft at the five spot um
1: you know i think also in these we need to have a history lesson of said team i mean the Cavs have had shown a behavior of doing something like this they have seven centers on their roster right now <laughs> so why wouldn't they have three point guards i mean it just kind of balances it out one 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 extreme to the other uh, I would like some more credit than uh, than what Joel just gave me, but thank you. <laughs> I
0: still have the ability to take Anthony Edwards. So I, that's what I'm taking here. Um, I'm just going to move on and go all over. Um, Anthony Edwards, pick number five, Cleveland Cavaliers. Still dunking on people hey, and playing hey. like 40 minutes a night. Hey, Calvin. Yeah.
1: Skip's making more than Terrence Ferguson. Dude, I'm sure he is. Why do you think Ferguson's making oh, so more than eight million a year? One you're okay with that's the I'm, one you're okay Walter, with. Walter, there's a lot that I'm
0: okay with. I you just keep ringing it up. Eventually, I'm going to have some type of. You know, I should have taken here is Devin Vassell. Really, really um, great choice to me of like preseason rookie of the year. candidate was uh, Devin Vassell. Anyways, yeah,
1: that's who. That's who the Cavs should take is Vassell. Yeah. Uh, or, skip's also Skip's also making more than Boban. I'm sure he and is. And you know what's upsetting? I watched the whole game yesterday, and there is no Boban. You see little glimpses of Boban, obviously cracking some sort of joke. Everyone's laughing. Him and Luca are laughing, and they don't even tell us what the joke is.
2: Hey Calvin, um, yeah, after the today after today's show, uh, you and I are probably going to either talk or just text message between you and I, and we're going to put certain words. Uh, or players' names that we're going to make a bet and see who either you or I can cash in on on the names that Walter is going to guarantee to say because uh, Bobon I feel has been brought up well, way Boban, too many times.
0: I feel like we've heard a lot about Bobon. <laughs> we've He's heard great player. Um, Westbrook, Westbrook. Well, Westbrook and Stephen Adams going to make an a mention every single podcast. But that's either that's almost either you giving Walt crap, me giving Walt <laughs> crap, or Walt giving somebody else crap. Right? Not necessarily either of us. But I feel like that's just bound to determine going to happen.
1: Hey, Joel, you really did miss out on all the fun. Last week we went over NBA Brothers. I felt like you would have brought a lot to the conversation.
0: We, uh, we, we even <laughs> went into triplets. I mean,
2: it was great. As long as Joey and Steven got name-dropped, I'm cool. Uh,
1: they finally did, but it they had to be done did. by me.
2: It wasn't
0: uh, – yeah, it wasn't necessarily being brought up in the greatest light possible, so I wasn't going to bring them up, but – yeah, Joey Graham, Oklahoma State University.
1: That was a good team. Oklahoma State was University. I'm McFarland,
0: Oklahoma State University.
1: Too bad, Jarrett Jack destroyed Joe in the Final Four. That's fine. It's oh,
0: <laughs> fine. He gets to play in the G League now. Good for him. Great. Is he making more money?
1: Is he making more money than Skip? Definitely not. I need, to, I, think, I need to look this up now. I think.
0: I think the thing we should have a bet. Is over under amount of times Walter brings up a random subject and then repeats it, like like. Sorry, guys, it's my anniversary. Like, hey man, he's um, consistent, yeah, and then just skip this week. So that's okay, the over so under. He's
1: playing for the G League Ignite. Yeah, with the, to get with the Jalen
0: get... and the the other guys, they're gonna
2: <sighs> hopefully be good. I don't know God, other draft prospects.
1: Yeah, Jonathan Cominga. Yeah. Oh, good. It's Google's auto-correcting G League contract.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, besides Walter looking that up on the fly as we record the podcast here, uh, Joel, what is your favorite All-Star Game moment? You got to say.
2: Okay, uh, favorite's really tough because uh, I got I yeah. got three that okay. I stick out. Stick out. I'll go run through them quick. So I know we're getting towards the end of the podcast. Sure, um, yeah. But just in, in, in chronological order, and I well, it might even be just regular order. Um, 2000, uh, uh, Vince Carter, Vince Carter dunk contest champion. Um, I felt that was just a monumental dunk contest in itself. Really put it back on the map after a couple of dead years of, of dunk
1: contest participants and dunks. Um, I believe.
2: Walter, did you fall asleep?
1: Um, Joel, I believe you need to start paying attention to the meetings because Calvin clearly said All-Star Game <laughs> moments and not All-Star Weekend moments. But, oh, well, uh, then yeah, I definitely misspoke here
0: because yeah. I'm going yeah. with All-Star Game. Go, go ahead. Game.
1: With your yeah. go, go ahead. Excuse me, I'm going
0: with worry. All-Star Weekend moment myself long here day. too,
2: but go ahead. Favorite All- oh, Yep, You, sta- I stand corrected. That's cool. I got yep. two, the, My other two are game moments, okay? So mm. scratch the Vince Carter, even though it was an epic moment. That was all an right. epic moment. 2003 uh, Michael Jordan's final all-star game we can all remember the fadeaway shot that he hit uh, in overtime was a monumental moment memory for me um, just to kind of close out in style because it was not just a, a, a clutch bucket but it was in the fashion of you know what he was a signature move obviously. Uh, the spin, mid-post fadeaway was beautiful. And then you can't forget Mariah's Carey's outfit at halftime as well.
0: Sure.
1: Yeah, yeah we'll, uh, we'll tweet out a I photo. I don't know. What. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that, that was pretty. I'd call that a Walter moment. I don't know what the heck you're talking about. <laughs> even I, I wouldn't Mariah Carey wear.
2: <laughs> Just put Mariah Carey 2003 all-star outfit. And you tell me. While you're Googling that. Uh, my other moment. Um, it was in two thousand nine, and that was obviously Shaq, who's my all-time favorite NBA player. Uh, his final All-Star game, where he also won uh co MVP with our beloved Kobe Bryant. RIP. Um, uh, that game was also played in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, Shaq's at that time, his hometown for uh for his his, his current team, or that current team for him, the Phoenix Suns. Uh, just a great moment of a big Shaq guy, big Lakers fan. And obviously that 09 moment was a, a unique moment where it kind of bridged the gap. Obviously, we all know that Shaq and Kobe had a, a rift that lasted for years, and that was a moment that really started to kind of bring them back together. So the 09 NBA All-Star co-MVP Shaquille O'Neal, Kobe Bryant.
1: Oh, man, Joel, I know what you're talking about with this outfit now. Oh, oh, whoa! oh. Whoa, whoa. Whoa. <laughs>
0: feel free to Google it. If you're, yeah, <laughs> All listeners, feel free to Google it. Feel free. <laughs> feel free. All right, Walter, what about you? We got as far as your All-Star Game moment.
1: OK, we're going to start here, and I'm actually going to follow the rules this time, okay. even though <laughs> Even though I really loved when Nate Robinson jumped over Dwight Howard, the Kryptonite, uh, Hamadou Diallo winning the dunk contest was pretty cool. Uh, Desmond Mason was also a really cool dunk contest. Um, Dwayne Wade stealing the uh, NBA <laughs> dunk contest from Zach Levine. Those are great moments. Uh, I'm going to first go with the 2010 NBA All Star game. It was in Dallas, the whole atmosphere of uh, of Jerry's World, and they're playing a yeah. basketball game there. Uh, definitely remember that, but that's not what made it. What made it was the halftime show. You remember what the halftime show was, Joel? It wasn't no, Mariah Carey. It was, no, way better than Mariah <laughs> Carey. I'll give you a hint. She has the best halftime oh performance for FIFA and any Super Bowl halftime show of all time. Uh, who is it? It is Shakira. Oh, oh no yeah. Boy. That's right. We've friends before. Just, ju- just like the Super Bowl halftime show two years ago, she dazzled in this one as well.
2: Walter, I'm starting to think you and I have. Uh, never mind.
1: Well, okay all right well we're moving on then. <laughs> i see
2: where he's going there yeah <laughs> we're on we're on podcast forgot but yeah yeah, yeah. no we'll we're... keep
1: going uh 2012 nba all-star game <laughs> obvious reasons kevin durant won the mvp when he was still with the thunder um and then back-to-back mvps uh for uh supposedly someone that's not on his downward spiral russell westbrook but uh Obviously played very well those two games. So those would be my top. With Shakira being number one.
0: Well, I'm not going to lie. I had to go back and do a little bit of research this week here to see, um, you know, my favorite All-Star game moment. And All-Star game moment exactly is 2002's All-Star game when Kobe returns to Philly. And, um, you know, scores 31, wins MVP. And, and Michael Jordan, of course, was in the game, but he blew a wide open dunk. So, I thought that was a lot of fun. Um, you know, just was able to watch that kind of over this past week here. And yeah, Kobe's return, triumphant return, um, to where you know, to his home. And then the other one is really kind of fudging the rules on all star game, but it's all star weekend, and that is Kyrie Irving just absolutely torching Brandon Knight in twenty thirteen in the Rising Stars <laughs> Challenge. That honestly no.
1: Oh, Listen, this is night. nothing oh, that against I forgot about that. this is
0: nothing against the Cavs or the other team or, or whatever, but I gotta say, it's just it's just straight up, you don't see a guy in the NBA just absolutely I mean, just just lose this badly when they're both young players. I mean this is twenty thirteen. We don't know the whole story on Brandon Knight yet. We don't know the whole story on Kyrie yet, but man, that was a after the game's over, it's a kind of a clear indication of what's gonna happen. The and the, the third you know the third moment I have is again another rising stars battle, but it's the Tim Hardaway Jr. versus Deion Waiters. I mean, in twenty fourteen, oh, where they just went were gonna off against each oh, other. My gosh. Hardaway ended up scoring thirty six and getting the better of Waiters, but Waiters scored thirty one, and they just trade trade baskets basically for like three minutes straight of game time, and it was it was awesome. I mean, uh, I loved that so much. So those are my. Uh, those are my 3 uh, with one actually being of course a game moment and the two other ones kind of fudging saying the weekend stuff but I an honorable mention here Nate Robinson dunking on Dwight Howard as Script's night but uh so, yeah. so
1: good Hey yeah. Calvin I forgot a couple moments I forgot oh, a couple yeah. moments if you uh, when Shaq nutmegged uh, Dwight they Howard wrote, Yeah Yep, yeah, that was pretty good and then who can forget I can, I'm embarrassed that I didn't say it first uh Fergie's national anthem a few years ago how about that
0: that makes it into your favorite or your least favorite moments?
1: Uh, you know, I don't know. It it was or so just bad your interesting that it was moments. Good. Yeah. So so bad that it was good.
0: It was so unique, we thought initially it was happened so to Mike. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It, if we could compare the Brandon Knight, it's obviously like Shakira just completely blows Fergie out of the water. It's not even close. Oh. Um she okay. Yeah,
0: Walter, you're just trying to dunk on everyone tonight in the podcast. Uh, wait well, <laughs> Hey, if we do have time here for a second, we got a got a chance here, Walter. I'll let you go off with this one. Thunder report. Who's your favorite new player to watch this season, and uh, expectations for the Thunder for the rest of the season too?
1: Um, it's extremely interesting with the Thunder because they're about a game um, out of the playing game right now. Um, obviously, playing the Mavericks last night. It uh, looked like they were shipping it in for the all-star break, um, but I'd have to go with Teo Maladon as my new Thunder player to enjoy watching. I mean, it's just, well, it, okay. It's hard. I'd go Teo Maladon. Kenrich Williams William is, is, is a close second. Mm. Um, Al Horford following up third, George Hill probably fourth, but George Hill has been hurt. Um, but uh, just the way the team is performing, obviously Mark Dagnall has proven himself as a good NBA coach and he, could stick very well stick around past um, the rebuilding year. Um, obviously, we want them to uh, tank for Cade and the Rockets. If they keep tanking, we might not be able to get their pick. Um, so it's difficult to watch, but the team's playing well. It's you know they're not getting blown out every game, except uh, when they play the Nuggets. For some reason, they decide to uh, lose by thirty to the Nuggets every time.
0: Yeah, but you got a lot of guys sitting. Uh I mean, Joel, I know the Thunder aren't your team, but do you have a favorite Thunder player to watch or maybe least favorite favorite player Thunder player to watch or whatever?
2: Yeah, so Walter and I have a unique relationship. Um right we usually when he goes left i go right i go right he goes left um this is yeah. a player that he actually not gonna lie he gets the credit for introducing to me and he kind of grew on me especially in the bubble and he's not necessarily a new thunder player he's just a thunder player but that would be a loot Dort.
1: oh loot Tang plan yeah <laughs> who makes less uh, money than skip <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, I'm a big fan of his I can't lie his his defensive tenacity and especially like I said what he did against you know literally superstars game in game out each and every night bubble in in Chesapeake on the road doesn't matter he he brings it every single night so I really enjoy watching Ludor.
0: yeah I, I listen I like watching uh Ludor too and also watch like watching uh Theo Maladon as well I think it's been an amazing. Kind of surge that um, Diallo had over the past season here, just because he's having a lot more minutes to play, and so it's been a lot of fun to watch too. So I'll say, um, you know, an honorable mention for Diallo, but he's not necessarily a new player. So I'll say this: Kendrick Williams. Every single time I see that guy out there, I go, "Wait, what is he? Wait, why he's just too short to play? Oh, oh, wait, he got the rebound, and it's just kind of a bizarre thing I'm like going through in my head because he's, I mean, he's a six six power forward is what uh, Thunder have him as, which is. Pretty much the same height as some point guards, but a lot of shooting guards in the NBA and some wings. So, hey, he's, he's getting down there. He's getting some rebounds and playing well. And so, love the hustle out of, uh, out of Williams. Also from, from around Oklahoma. Granted, na- nearby state here. and Went to TCU. So, give him props a little yeah. bit as well.
1: Uh, no, definitely disappointing uh, Hamadou getting hurt. Uh, obviously, yeah. he's been playing some of his best ball. But interesting, Thunder just... Uh, rotations just really—it's it, a big rotation. You got Shea, Horford, Dort, uh, Teo, Maladon, Darius, Baisley, uh, I, Isaiah Roby, who's starting to grow on me. Um, kind of that—that that modern big man, uh, running the floor, bringing the ball up. You got Hamadou Diallo, Kenrich Williams, uh, of course, Mikey Muscala, who I absolutely love, uh, and then Justin Jackson, Darius Miller even sees some time, um, and then George Hill if he comes back and. You know this team really didn't have room for Trevor Reza even if he didn't if he did want to play. You know.
0: Oh damn, we're throwing it that way. (laughs) Wow, that was interesting. I'm just saying, where's the
1: fine? Where's the fine?
0: (laughs) Well, all right. Well, Walter, I got one last question for you. Are you currently looking at the Thunder roster?
1: I mean, I can, I can, I've got no, no, no. Don't, don't,
0: don't pull it up unless you have it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was going to say you got to close out. All right. So, Walter, can you? Let's see how many in order you can go with the age of th- the current thunder roster, right? So we're going to I'm not going to have any reason included, but who is the who is the oldest player on the thunder roster right now?
1: Oof. Oldest?
0: Yeah. This um, one should be kind of easy, but I want yeah, st- to you work, work yourself Al from Horford. oldest to I'll youngest. Go Al, Al yeah. Al yeah. Al Horford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I guess I'm going to take out George Hill here, but y- yeah, I mean, you're, I mean
1: <laughs> George would probably George Hill, Trevor Reza, well, Mikey Muscala.
0: Yeah, so Reza would be would be the oldest, right? Yeah, it would be the oldest. Let me go the oh, other way. Old, though.
1: He's older than Horford.
0: Um yeah, Hill is born oh. in May yeah, born May fourth, and Horford was born June third of the same year. So all right, well let me ask you this, Walter, I'll switch it up here. Can you, can you name the five youngest Thunder players? And not necessarily any particular order, but can you name the the five youngest? The first one should be pretty easy because we always hear well, he's young, it, but then the rest it, of them it, might be tough.
1: I mean, are we considering Pocochesky?
0: Yeah, yeah. So Poku's okay. one. Yep.
1: Poku, um, and then Teo Maladon. Yep. Um, Isaiah Roby.
0: Uh, let's see. I'm going to do some math in my head here. Um. Yeah, I think he's fifth. Oh, uh, well. Uh, well yeah. I'm not going to include Moses Browning's two-way. So yeah, we're, yeah. He's fifth. And then
1: fourth is Darius Baisley.
0: Yep, but you're also missing... Let's see, wait. Uh, I thought I hit all five. Did I not?
1: Because
0: you had... He said Roby, actually. No, Roby's not. uh, You're missing... Roby's um, not? Roby's not the fifth youngest. Excuse me.
2: SGA younger than
0: him. Yep. But there's one other guy.
2: The, I mean,
0: when I say it should be easy, I should probably stop Lou saying Dort. that. Yep. Lou Dort. Yep. Dort. Yep.
1: Yeah, Lou Dort. Dort. Yep. Lou Tang Clan.
0: Yep. Born in 99. We've got, gosh, can't believe there's guys in the NBA right now who are born in 01. Okay.
1: Well, Calvin, how old do we feel? I know you got that message. Our 10-year reunion's coming up, for for, for goodness <laughs> sake. I sent it over to Joel. I said, help me through this.
0: Yeah, a 10-year high school reunion. That is going to come up way too quick. Uh,
2: Joel, what's the advice here? Do you go, Joel?
1: You just had yours.
2: Um, mine was a little while ago, but yeah, I ended up going to the ten-year one. It was yeah. it, it was disappointing. <laughs> oh,
1: so don't don't go, don't go to it. That's your advice.
2: No, no, go go to it, but yeah, it, it, I'm just speaking for mine. Mine was disappointing, but I if I would if there was
1: another one, I'd probably still go. Okay, so if I get you a plus one, you will go with us.
2: <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> hey, yay! <laughs> Calvin,
0: who'd you bring with you? Uh, you know it's Walter's buddy from AtMax, who's a really good friend of his. So it's like Walter, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a long story here, but Joel's a great guy. You, you know, he'll cross you up. That's it.
2: I'll, I'll just when it's uh, time to to cheers, everybody. Everybody has their glass in the air. I'll just gonna tell my story about how Douglas JV whooped the hell out of y'all.
1: Okay, time out, time out. That didn't what? happen. They were missing one player, and then all of a sudden, Joel thinks. <laughs> it's a It's a long story for another podcast, Calvin. He came to recruit players. He came and saw me. I put up twenty points and he didn't recruit me, you know, and he took a picture of me, which was kind of weird.
2: Calvin, what do you think the chances of that story being accurate is what, what do you think?
1: I remember going
0: so I didn't go to a lot of Walters basketball games, so I do kick myself now for just what else was I doing that was that wasn't doing anything better. I should have gone, but I do remember like the next day in class where yeah, I had a couple classmates, or whatever. And this is in high school, so from like ninth grade, you know, from, you know, for four years at some point, hearing guys go, yeah, dude, we scored a solid eight points last night. I'm like, wait, what, eight? Like, you guys playing football? No, no, no. Those nah, were dude. our
1: freshman years, Cal. And, and right. then, we hey, hey. Whooping like that my hey,
0: senior year. hey, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying you did. I'm not saying you did. I'm qualifying, right? I'm qualifying the crap out of this statement I'm making here. But I was like, huh? Yeah, yeah, the other team scored 50 plus or whatever. Wait in a basketball? What? Like, is this not? How is this not like online somewhere where people are like, can't believe this team only scored? Because I mean, there's just stuff like that. Stevie Clark sat out, right? In the entire varsity team,
2: the whole varsity team. No, yes, sir. They, and then they the did JV not. played the JV the, their no. JV
0: played our varsity, and then their freshman no. played our JV. No, Correct. incorrect, Correct.
1: very wrong. All I know is, is Walter
0: got the better of Clay Bennett's son. He was able to Yay! really win that battle. That's what I remember. Nice yeah nice yeah clay bennett's son whatever your name is you definitely got a black eye slash a bloody nose from walter or vice versa but walter won the battle i forget how the story goes but that's definitely another podcast for sure right well
1: yeah we need to make amends i feel bad now but hey it was a long day that day i had just gotten my anniversary over with that day and you know, want just want yeah, want I was cold. And, yeah, it just wasn't a good day.
2: Hey, Walter Calvin, did you guys realize that uh Class and SAS boys team is in the playoffs with a fifteen and two record? I, I did not. Whoa. Hang on a second, my little
0: oh. brother Luke might not make the team this year. I gotta give my heads up. Fifteen and two.
2: Oh. In the playoffs
1: playing this yeah, weekend. And I'd like to say uh. they are successful because of the legacy I left behind. I was paving the way. And I would like
0: welcome. to really not necessarily argue because I want Class to be good and I don't want Walter's legacy to be intact, but I'd also like to qualify it and just say, good for them. Class SAS at Northeast Academy, right? Yep, yes. good for them.
1: Yep. <laughs> Maybe we should go to the games.
0: We you know what, well, you know what, if they can make it to next weekend, let's go. I'm down. Yeah. Um with all that being said, thank you so much for listening to the latest episode of the CJ Tour podcast. Please follow at the CJ Tour on Twitter and Instagram for more. We'll catch you guys again soon. Peace.